Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with The Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there today? So excited that you've tuned in and you are listening. Thank you for listening to our show. It is incredible uh, to hear from you guys and we are hearing from more and more of you. So thank you guys for listening and actually following the prompts. <laughs> when I give an announcement, I know I, I totally understand that sometimes people tune out, but you guys, um, you're listening and you're, you're doing it. We want to hear from you. Um, we pray for you guys on a regular basis on our team. It's not just me. There's a bunch of people that are making this thing happen. And I just want to let you know, every prayer request that you send in, um, we sit, we, we pray over it as a team. Um, we respond. Probably a lot of you guys have, some of my team have, have responded to you. Um, keep it up. Follow us on social media. Uh, Facebook is where I do most of my spiritual stuff. It's where it's where we kind of put out the verses and the selfie videos and the quotes and stuff like that. Instagram, I, I keep that pretty strictly to my family. I've added a little bit of ministry stuff um, over the past year, but we want to hear from you. So thank you for reaching out. Thank you for all the messages of support and just the add a girl, amens, that kind of stuff. We, we love it. We also um, want you to sign up on autumnmiles.com just to receive updates. Uh, this is something new that we've started, and a lot of you guys reach out to us via social media, but we kind of want to give you another outlet to do that. So head on over to autumnmiles.com, click, you know, sign up, and we would love for you guys just to be in the know of what we're doing on a regular basis. Also, we are listener supported. P.S., by the way, listener supported, which means if you don't support, you can't listen. <laughs> so, uh, we, we, you know, if your heart is stirred for our ministry, um, no guilt, no shame, none of that. Um, but just know that uh, um, faith and God's provision is what um, provides us the opportunity to be on the air. I have a huge vision for our show. Um I am, we are definitely want to expand. All of us do. My team does. I do. We feel like God has put it in our hearts, uh, but we can't do that without you. So uh, head on over to autumnmiles.com and you can actually click the donate button and um, you can sign up for, you know, one-time give, reoccurring give, whatever it is that God is telling you. Today, I want, I want to talk to those of you out there whose doubt has won. This is kind of, you know, one of those things where, you know, you, you get told in church on a regular basis, um, God is victorious. You have the power to be victorious. You can overcome. And, and the Bible talks about us overcoming overwhelmingly. He, we have the ability to overwhelmingly conquer whatever it is that comes at us. We actually do. So before I get into this, let me speak that over you today. Those of you that feel like you are at a roadblock like something is stopped, like you cannot um, go on another day. Those of you that have feel like some, something has come against you and you just are doubting the Lord, you're doubting your position. You have the ability to overwhelmingly conquer whatever it is that is put in front of you. 
but maybe you've let that doubt win today. I cannot tell you, you know, we hear all the time from you. People that are faced with a hard situation and it is intimidating and it seems overwhelming and it seems like you cannot conquer and your doubt rather than the God, God and his miracles and and faith winning over the thing doubt has won over your faith. This one is for you today. What has made your doubt win and your faith lose? I want to stir your faith. You know, sometimes um, it's really good. It's really good to go to church for this, Um, you know, which, by the way, check out ShorelineCity.com. That's my church. I love it. I would love to see you guys there. I'm always there in the front row. I have really long blonde hair. I'd love to see you. Come see, see me and say hi. But just because you haven't won in a certain circumstance doesn't mean you can't. Maybe temporarily your doubt has won and you've been overcome. It doesn't mean that you cannot reverse that and move forward. Just because the thing that you are waiting for, the thing that you are praying for, that you're losing faith in has not happened yet, does not mean it can't happen and it won't happen. It can happen and it can happen for you, not just for your mom, not just for your friend. It can happen for you. I want to reverse the victory of doubt in your life and I want to challenge your faith. Sometimes um, we get stuck in a mindset that it has to be done a certain way. Um, very specifically, I know, I know, you know, I'm a woman in ministry and you know, that, that, that just very honestly comes with a lot of challenges. Um, you know, we love our pastors in the world. We love all that, but sometimes a women in ministry, people can look at you differently. They can look at you weird. They can, they can question things. Um, some people just disregard you because you are a woman. And that has been a challenge that I have definitely faced. I had to get over this mindset mindset of doubt that, Hey, you know what? Um, I, I am called to ministry. I am a woman. I am called to be a voice for the Lord. And this is exactly what God wants me to do. Sometimes we let those voices in and, um, we don't overcome them with the truth of what God is actually telling us. We can get stuck in a mindset that tells us that it is always going to be done this way because it's always been done that way. We can get stuck in a mindset and really Satan can trap us in a mindset that leads us to believe that it has to be done a certain way because maybe tradition predicts or tradition tells us it has to be done a certain way. But God does not always work according to our human uh, parameters, our human barriers and our human guidelines. Most of the time, God does something for us in a new way, in a fresh way. And I'm telling you that whatever you are seeking God for, that you've given up hope on, maybe God wants to do something impossible, something different, something that hasn't been seen before through you. So that not just he can be glorified, but that those around you can see the glory of the Lord and and, and it can encourage their faith.
I want to challenge you to re-engage your faith. I, I want to challenge you to silent your doubt because just because it hasn't happened yet does not mean it won't happen. Romans 4, 17 says this, and this has been one of those passages that have stirred me to faith so many times. Um, it says, as it is written, a father of many nations, I have made you in the presence of him who believed even God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. He calls into being that which does not exist. What if this thing that you're praying for, asking for, that's made your doubt win? What if God wants to do something new and he wants to call into being something that hasn't even existed before through you? I remember I was waiting for something to happen that looked absolutely 100% impossible. And I, I, of course, I've, I've heard this. I had heard this voice verse many times, but there was something about, I remember it was March 9th, several years ago. It was something about this verse that day that spurred my faith in a way that I needed it to be churned God calls into being that which does not exist, Autumn, is what God told me. I can call anything into being right now if I wanted to. What wasn't yesterday can become today. What wasn't last week can become tomorrow. You tune your mind, your heart into me and see what I will not do for you. I call things into existence. That's what the the spirit was telling me. That day, and I'm telling you, because of that day, it was like the next couple of months were a flood of things that hadn't existed previous, but all of a sudden came out of nowhere that God created uh, for me via opportunity. That thing that you are waiting for, that you're praying for, that you've lost hope in, again, I want to churn today. I want you to wait for it today. I want you to believe that he is the God that can create something out of nothing today for you. I want to read out of um, Exodus 16. I just found it really interesting that I kind of came across this passage as as, as I was thinking about this thought. Of course, we're talking about Israel, the nation of Israel, and they have just come through um, the the Red Sea and they're kind of marching along. And, and I just kind of want to read you some of the word today. Exodus uh, 16. Then they set out from Elam and all the congregation of the son of Israel came to the wilderness of sin, which is between Elam and Sinai on the 15th day of the second month after their departure from the land of Egypt, the whole congregation of the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The sons of Israel said to them, would that we have died by the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt when we sat by the pots of meat, when we ate bread to the full, for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. I mean, they were, they were totally vicious and all, all of that was pointed towards uh, Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. 
and the people shall go out and gather a day's portion every day that I may test them whether or not they will walk in my instruction. On the sixth day when they prepared what they bring in, it was it will be twice as much as they gather daily. So Moses and Aaron said to all the sons of Israel, at evening you will know that the Lord has brought you out of the hand of Egypt. And in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord for he hears your grumbles against the Lord. And what are we that you grumble against us? Okay, so um, here we are, the, the nation of Israel. Um, they, it, this is fascinating to me, but maybe this is exactly where you are. The entire God, God has brought you through so much. They brought them through the Red Sea. He had just previously in Exodus 15 provided water for them, uh, basically out of nowhere. Um, he continually, he provided their freedom. He provided the money to leave. And you can see the scriptures uh, for that money, wealth, as they were leaving the, the um, Egypt people, the Egyptians were literally giving them things. So he had provided for them, um, not just with water, but, but all, but with, with things. And all of a sudden they were questioning, is God going to provide for us food? It's unbelievable to me. I, if, if that is you today, where you're questioning, is God going to provide? Is he going to do um, what I need him to do in this situation? I want you to take a minute and turn around and look at the back of your life and see what God has brought you from. Has he provided for you in the past? Has he stepped up to the plate in the past? Did he deliver you from the bondage of sin? Did he deliver you um, that day that you needed to pay rent or pay your mortgage and all of a sudden the money came through? Did he deliver you from that sickness? Look back and see where he has brought you from and focus on what he has done in your life up until this point. That same God, that same faithful God that has worked on your behalf in the past, past is the same God that sees what your need is today. We literally have amnesia of God's faithfulness. We forget how good he is. We are the nation of Israel. We look at them and we judge them and we say, oh my goodness, I can't believe that they acted like that. We are them. In a moment where they had just previously seen water provided for them. And days before they had seen the Red Sea part for them. They are all of a sudden questioning if God is going to provide one of the things that they need to survive. They're struck with doubt and their doubt is becoming victorious. And they lash out at their leadership. They lash out at God. They question everything that he is. They, they beg to go back to Egypt and eat the pots of stew and bondage. What do you think God thinks of that when we do that? God, take me back to bondage when God has brought us through so much. They're starting to beg to go back and, oh, I wish I wish I would have just died there. And Moses, what are you doing? And then God steps up to the plate. I love that God steps up to the plate when we don't deserve his step. I love that he... he <laughs> forgets sometimes how horrible we can be and how, how much we grumble and how much we complain. And he is faithful anyway. He is faithful anyway. He has proved it multiple times to you and he proved it to them. He steps up to the plate and he does something that is unpredictable. 
something that is not planned, something that they could not foresee, something that they, that, that, that they literally could not have produced with their mental capacity because his God's ways were so much greater than theirs. He did something that had never been done before, but that was going to provide for the entire nation with one move. He called into being something that did not exist yet for a people that didn't deserve it. Their doubt had won for a while until God changed the game. Moses said, then it will happen. This is uh, Exodus 16, verse 8. Then it will happen when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the morning that that and bread to the full in the morning for the Lord hears your grumble when you grumble against him. And what are we? Your grumblings are not against us, but your grumblings are against the Lord. I want to pause there. Your grumblings are not against your leadership. Your grumblings are not against your husband. Your grumblings are not against your credit score. Your grumblings are not against your children. Your grumblings are against the Lord. Taking a moment and just apologizing and repenting might be, might be a good thing. Your grumblings are against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, say to the congregation of the sons of Israel, come near before the Lord, for he has heard your grumblings. It came about as Moses spoke to the whole congregation of the sons of Israel that they looked towards the wilderness and behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, I've heard the grumblings of the sons of Israel speak to them saying at twilight, you shall eat meat. And in the morning you shall be filled with bread and you shall know that I am the Lord, your God. So it came about, and I'm going to read all of this because God's word, there ain't nothing like it. So it came about at evening that the quails came up and covered the camp in the morning. There was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew evaporated, behold, on the surface of the wilderness, there was a fine flake like thing, fine as the frost of the ground. When the sons of Israel saw it, they said to one another, what is this? What is this? I've never seen this before. I've never seen what what is going on. I've seen dew before, but what is this flake like stuff? I've never seen it. His miracles challenged their grumblings, challenged their doubt, stopped it in its tracks. What is this? I call into being those things which do not exist. For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, it is the bread which the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather of every man as much as he should eat. You shall take an omer apiece according to the number of the persons of each of his tents. The sons of Israel did so. Some gathered little, some gathered much. When they gathered it with an omer, he gathered much had no excess and he would gather little had no lack. Every man gathered as much as he, sh- he should gather. Moses said to them, let no man leave it until morning. Skipping down, it says they gathered it morning by morning. Every man as much as he should eat. But when the sun grew hot, it would melt. The story of the manna. 
I just wonder today, you know, as you are um, going through whatever it is that you're going through, your doubt has won. Your sight is hindering your faith. You're so obsessed with what you see that you can't see what God wants to do for you. I want to challenge you to just reconnect with the Father today. Get into his word. Listen to his voice. Believe that he is active on your behalf when you don't understand, when you don't see him, when you don't feel him. Something can happen today that didn't exist yesterday. The manna was not there. They couldn't have even dreamed of it. And all of a sudden, one morning, it came via the dew. It came in a way that was um, predictable. The dew was predictable. It came every single morning. But God added something to it that they had never seen before. Just because it hasn't happened yet does not mean it can't or it won't. God can produce what's never been done before through you. What do you think? What you think is improbable is, is not impossible to God. I, um, there's lots of examples of this in scripture. You know, I think of Peter walking on the water, you know, you kind of look at Peter and you're like, we, we have the perspective of, of seeing the end of the story, but Peter didn't know the end of the story. Um, when Jesus looked at Peter and he said, come on, I want you to walk on this water. Now that had not happened before Jesus had done it, but he was God for heaven's sake. Um, he looked at Peter and he said, come on, come on out here. I want you to do something that you've certainly never done before that not, no one else on this boat has done before. Come on. I, I, I want, I want you to see what I can do. I can call into being something that has not existed before. I think of, um, you know, all of these stories in the new Testament where, where God literally reversed a health situation that, that those people had not seen before. They had not seen someone walking through the crowd, literally healing people left and right. They, they had their, their doubt had won. They had given up all faith. Um, and they had literally had resigned to the life that they were living except when Jesus showed up on the scene. Jesus can call into being those things which don't exist. He can provide manna in a way that has never been done before. So those of you that are listening today, don't be so in bondage yourself to the way things have always been done. Step out of the box. Believe that God can do what he says he is going to do. I remember um, very quickly my children, four, I have four children. Two of them are, are, are adopted and two of them are biological children. 
But, you know, adoption was not something in my family that anyone had ever experienced. No one had ever adopted anyone in my family. It was something that was new. It was something that was different. And God was calling us to it, my husband and I. And I remember thinking, okay, um, we're going to get, we're going to get, we're going to get one baby for sure. And we were matched with twins. And there's lots of shows where I, I talk about the, the scam that we experienced. Matched with twins. The woman wasn't even pregnant. Devastated our family. But I remember God speaking to me during that time. And he said, you know what, Autumn? I am going to restore what Satan has stole. I'm going to restore it. And I thought, okay, that means two babies. Okay, Lord, you're going to give me two babies. Um, You're going to give my two babies back to me. And I thought, we'll just be matched with another woman that's pregnant with twins. And that's just the way it's going to do, because that's the way it's always been done before. And I said, okay, Lord, I trust you. You're going to give us our two babies back. I trust you. I had no idea what he was doing. Something I had never seen before. We got a call February 18th. Will you accept a boy? My husband and I looked at each other. Yes, he, Moses, our son, was born February 20th. The next day, the next day, we'd waited two and a half years. We got a call. Will you take a girl as well? She was born nine weeks later. Wasn't twins, but it was something that we would have never predicted that would have ever happened, happened because God calls into being things that aren't ordinary, things that haven't existed yet, things that happen according to his plan and not according to ours. He restored, but he did it in his way. Don't give up. Don't let your doubt win. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this encourages you. I'll be back here tomorrow on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on The Word. 100.7 FM.